You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. The story is told about a young couple that were engaged, but the young lady broke off the engagement. But a couple of weeks later, she had second thoughts and wrote a letter to her former fiancé saying, I hope you'll take me back. It was all my fault. I want you to know how very, very sorry I am, and I hope that you'll forgive me because I love you very, very much. Please take me back. She signed it with love. And then P.S. Congratulations on winning the lotto jackpot. (laughs) Well, for me, the wedding season officially began yesterday. I had my first of 14 weddings that are scheduled so far this year. We honor marriage as a sacrament in the church because in marriage, the love of our invisible God is made visible through the unconditional love of husband and wife. And today's readings speak to us about God's unconditional love. In today's second reading from the letter of John, we hear what could be considered the three most important words in all the Bible. And that is, God is love. The love of our God is not the same kind of love that we hear in poetry or popular songs or we see in movies or soap operas on TV or that we read about in novels. But the love of our God, as Jesus himself reminds us in today's gospel and his words to them at the Last Supper, no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Yes, God loves us so much that God took on human flesh and laid down his life for each one of us. And Jesus goes on to remind us in today's gospel that it's only this selfless love that puts the other first that can make our joy complete, both in the here and now and in the hereafter. This is the only way to genuine joy the way of selfless love, a love that is like God's love, that always puts the other first. It's easy to talk about selfless love, but it doesn't really touch us until we see it through lived experience. A couple of stories I share with you today. The first story is about two young girls who were entering high school. So they're going through the registration process And so the person taking the information from them asked them, what is your birth date? And one young girl said that she was born on April the 3rd, 2004. And her sister said that she was born on April the 18th, 2004. The person looked up and said, that's impossible. How can that be? And they said, well, one of us is adopted. He said, well, which one is adopted? And they said, our parents tell us they don't remember. Again, the unconditional love that parents have for their children. 
a lot of parents that we will celebrate next Sunday on Mother's Day and five weeks today on Father's Day. A love that is unconditional for parents' children. The second story is about a little boy who had an aunt who had a very serious, life-threatening blood disease. And she needed a transfusion. They had to find people in the family that had the same blood type. And the only person they could find in the family that had the same blood type was a little nine-year-old boy. So the doctor explained to him, your aunt needs your blood to save her life. Otherwise, she may die. Are you willing to give her what she needs? The little nine-year-old boy thought for a minute and he said, yes. So after they took a pint of blood from the little boy, the doctor came to see how he was doing, and the little boy said, Doc, I want it straight. How long before I croak? <laughs> of course, he thought he was sacrificing his life to save the life of his aunt. And finally, one of my favorite stories you've heard me tell many times before, the story of St. Teresa of Calcutta, who when she was alive was working in a hospital for lepers. And she was there washing and cleansing the wounds, the open sores of these lepers, enduring a terrible stench. And a group of American businessmen were being given a tour of the hospitals. They walked by. They saw what she was doing. She knelt her knees, washing the open, ugly wounds of these lepers. And one man said to her, Sister, I wouldn't do that for a million dollars. And she replied, Neither would I. We do it for love. And such selfless love must know no boundaries. For as Luke tells us in our reading from the book of the Acts of the Apostles today, God shows no partiality, neither must we. At Immaculate Conception School, when we have the liturgy with the lower grade children, second, third, and fourth grade on Wednesday mornings, we use the children's Eucharistic prayer. There are three special Eucharistic prayers to be used for children when you're having a children's liturgy that has language that the children understand. And there is a wonderful sentence in that Eucharistic prayer that I wish we had in the Eucharistic prayers that we use here on Sunday mornings. But the sentence is this. We pray for all of our family and friends and also for all those we don't love as we should. We know that we all sometimes fall short of the mark by including everyone in our love for them as God does. It was on the day of our baptism, as we reminded, as we began our liturgy today with the sprinkling of the water, that we became God's adopted children. And as today's gospel reminds us, God seeks us out. Jesus said, it was not you who chose me, but I chose you. And as God has chosen us and sends us forth to share his love, let us be mindful that this is a lifelong commitment, that we are to love one another, but Jesus says it's his command to us. As one spiritual writer has put it so powerfully, we can only claim to love our God as much as that one person or that one group of persons that we love the least. Yes, challenging words for us all. We know that we will never be perfect in love, but we must never quit striving to do the best we can. For again, it is this way of selfless love, and only this way that shows no partiality, that will bring us genuine joy, both in the here and now and in the hereafter. And so like any parent, so too our Heavenly Father wants all God's children to be happy. 
And that's again why he took on human flesh to dwell among us, to become one of us, and to lay down his life for us so that we might see what genuine selfless love truly looks like and find the joy that comes from following that way of his selfless love. And we are faithful to God's command to love one another, to live that selfless love, to always put the other first. Then through us, others too will come to believe that God is good. All the time. All the time.